This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 58 degrees at 6.04. We should be right in the middle of that solar eclipse right now, if you happen to be lucky enough to not be in a basement. Forecast for today, sunny and a high in the mid-80s. The developing story out in the Harpersville, Colesville area. New York State Trooper is being treated for gunshot wound to the leg, while area law enforcement officials are still hunting for the man who shot her. Now, Afton schools are closed. Harpersville and Windsor schools are fully remote today due to this investigation. New York State Police say the trooper that had gone to a Colesville home last night to check on a person's welfare by 8.30 Uh, when a 34-year-old Jason Johnson allegedly opened fire on her and fled. He was last seen in the East Windsor Road area near Thornhill. He might be in an older 1996 Blue Ford F-250 pickup truck with New York State license plate HZZ7759. Now, in addition to pictures of the suspect provided by the state police, the troopers have also provided us with a photo of what looks like the rear of that pickup truck. Once again, it's an older model, Blue Ford F-250. So a photo of that is on our website now as well. Troopers say Johnson should be considered armed and dangerous and should not be approached. Anyone who sees him or the pickup truck should immediately call 911. The trooper who was shot shortly after 8.30 last night on East Windsor Road was wounded in the leg. Her injuries are said to be non-life-threatening. Meanwhile, City of Binghamton police are also looking for suspects. This in a shooting in which some of the bullets fired around 3 p.m. Tuesday hit an occupied car that was stopped at a red light at Main and Chapin Streets on the west side. Two thin, young black men were seen fleeing north on Chapin Street after about five rounds were discharged from a 9mm handgun. Police say the car and its occupants were not actually actively related to the actual shooting incident and were not hurt. Anyone with information asked contact the Binghamton Police Detectives at 607-772-7080. A Norwich man faces a mandatory minimum of 35 years in federal prison and up to 160 years after pleading guilty to three counts of sexual exploitation of a child and one count of committing a felony involving a minor by a registered sex offender. 34-year-old Patrick Kane admitted between 2016 and 2019 while a registered sex offender He created sexually explicit videos and images of three children who were about five years old. WMBF First News Time 607. After being forced to drastically limit operations and cancel programs last year due to the pandemic, Broome County's parks are open for the season with all the amenities, including boat rentals, family camping, pavilion rentals, and concessions. Director of Parks, Recreation, and Youth Services, Liz White, says they are now announcing a new series of Weeks Without Walls, family programs in conjunction with Cornell Cooperative Extension and the Finch Hollow Nature Center that will be held at Finch Hollow as well as several 
capital of the Broome County Parks. There's also a return this year of the Broome Bands Together concerts and the movies for families in the parks. Construction is underway this year on an inclusive playground at Dorchester Park that will allow nature-based fun and play for people of all abilities, and that should be complete by the fall and is expected to draw visitors from all over the Northeast. White is revealing another component of the facilities will be an Americans with Disabilities Act-compliant kayak launch. Now, once it's done, this will be one of very few accessible boat launches anywhere in the country. For more information on parks, events, pavilion reservations, and other facilities, you can call 607-778-2193 or go online to gobroomcounty.com slash parks. There's also a link for being able to reserve campsites. You can hear a lot more about all this summer at the Broome County Parks right here on Southern Tier Close-Up, airing Saturday at 6.03 a.m. right here on News Radio 1290 WMBF. In political news in Pennsylvania, urging lawmakers to stop taking bribes, demonstrators returned to Pennsylvania's capital to press lawmakers to pass legislation banning them from taking gifts from lobbyists and others aimed at influencing their policies. Demonstrators from March on Harrisburg unfurled banners on the Capitol steps yesterday and chanted, pass the gift ban, stop taking bribes. March on Harrisburg demonstrators have been arrested several times in the past during protests in lawmakers' offices and the House chamber. The Pennsylvania legislature is 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 other is a little unusual in that it does not limit how much lawmakers can accept from lobbyists and others and how much of it it does not have to be reported to the public. It's six oh nine where news breaks first. News radio twelve ninety WMBF and WMBF. Oh. Sunday, June 13th, you're invited to a delicious pasta dinner at St. Anthony Apostle Parish on Old Hill Avenue in Endicott. Following the 11 o'clock mass and a procession, this is in place of the three-day feast. It's a wonderful dinner presented by the parishioners of St. Anthony's Church. Take-out dinner only and a drive through A great pasta dinner from St. Anthony's. Supported proudly by Andrew R. Mancini Associates, located in... Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we're talking baseball. The 1 0 on the way to McKinney. That's launched in the air to right. That ball is sailing. It is long gone. A three run homer for Billy McKinney, his second home run of the game. And the Mets have hit their sixth home run of this game and have opened up a 14 1 lead. Yes, indeed. And uh, that's all she wrote. 14 to 1 over the Orioles getting spanked last night. Texas, Oakland, St. Louis, Washington, all winners in interleague action. National League, the Cubs, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Dodgers, and Colorado win. Over in the American League, how about those New York Yankees? Garrett Cole getting back on track. Six sharp innings. Giancarlo Stanton hit two of the New York Yankees' four home runs. Nine to six over Minnesota yesterday. Houston, Seattle, Toronto, and the Angels, all winners. I told you the Rumble Ponies would bounce back after that defeat the other night, thanks to their pitcher Josh Walker and uh, Luis Carpio, of course, breaking the game open with that double in the sixth. Ponies beat the Bowie Bay Sox 9-1 last night at Morabito Stadium. Game three tonight. Go Ponies! All right, another uh, exciting hockey game with the Islanders and the Bruins, and we got a lot to be happy about. Five seconds to go. Bruins hold it in behind the New York net with three. Richie on the goal.
All right. Islanders and Lightning, another rematch of those rivals. We'll see how that goes. But uh, Islanders in the semifinals once again. Go Islanders. All right. In the NBA last night. Chris Paul dominating and continuing to show why the Phoenix Suns picked up the 36-year-old veteran last season. The guy was on fire. 17 points, 15 assists, without a turnover. 123-98 route of the Denver Nuggets, up 2-0 in that series. Tonight, the Nets travel to Milwaukee for Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals. Up two games to nothing. They will once again be without James Harden. He'll miss Game 3. Uh, the hamstring injury has forced him out of the series opener, and uh, he'll be out in this third straight game. But uh, from the looks of things and the way Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and the rest of the uh, team was shooting, they may not need him. Have another bowl of popcorn. Have a hot dog, James. Relax a little bit. Get rested up for the next round. Hopefully they'll make it through this one, too. And Baseball's Hall of Fame is moving this year's induction ceremony for Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, and the late Marvin Miller from July 25th to September 8th. The decision was made so a crowd may attend as the coronavirus restrictions ease. The Hall announced that the ceremony will take place outdoors on the Hall's lawn as a ticketed event with a limited on-crowd size. And that is a look at sports. WNBL First News Time, 614. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBS. Well, first, I want to mention that uh, Afton Schools, Harpersville, or Afton Schools are closed for the shooting investigation that's going on. And likewise, with Harpersville and Windsor, they are fully remote today due to the investigation. People should not go to the school campuses. And that's what we have for you right now. We'll keep you updated on that situation. Traffic-wise, things look pretty good this morning. Milling and paving will be going on starting in about 15 minutes over at Dale Hill Road, and that's going to continue throughout today. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, sunshine with highs in the mid-80s, mostly clear tonight, low in the upper 50s, partly sunny, slight chance of afternoon showers on Friday, mid-70s, so a little cooler tomorrow as we get into the weekend. Partly sunny Saturday, chance of showers or thunderstorms in the afternoon, high near 80, and partly sunny with maybe a chance of a shower on Sunday, low 80s. So warm temperatures again this weekend, Mr. Sun may come out. And grace us a little bit, too. So, yeah, we're getting into that warmer stuff here already. And we haven't even quite hit the mid-June stride yet. But right now we're at 60 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. I'm Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Welcome to... It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning, June 10th, 1964. It's been a hard... Beatles released the album and the single, A Hard Day's Night, and they had the movie, too, which kind of wasn't very good. But uh, kind of the Beatles movies were kind of strange, campy, and extremely stupid. But it was fun to hear them sing, you know. <laughs> and the following two years later, 1966, Beatles record uh, featuring a new audio effect was released. Rain was the song. It was released by the Beatles. And had a reverse tape effect. It wasn't planned, folks. The tape was just put on the wrong way.
1972, Joe Strummer and the and Topper Heaton of the Clash were arrested for painting their band's name on the London Wall. <laughs> I can think of worse things you could put on the wall, but anyway. 1995, 100,000 people gathered in New York Central Park to see a sneak peek of Pocahontas. And in 2004, we lost Ray Charles. Today, famous folks celebrating include Shirley Alston Reeves of the Shirelles. She is 80 today. Actor Frankie Faison, 72. Actor Kate Flannery from The Office, 57. Model actor Elizabeth Hurley is 56. And country singer Lee Bryce is 42. I see the country had another award ceremony last night. How many award ceremonies are they going to have? Those country people, you know, they have like awards like every month. It's another one. It's the Boot, Hat, and Sawdust Award. It's the uh, Blue Jeans and Belt Buckle Award. It's, I don't know. Anyway, I, you know, I love country music, but I just think they have too many award shows. That's just my opinion. First News Binghamton presents The Lighter Side with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Yes, indeed. Welcome to you on Ballpoint Pen Day. Ballpoint Pen Day. Reminds me of my fifth grade teacher. Not going to say her name. She's probably not alive anymore, but she told us we had to have a paper mate pen. She was, she would just chastise us. We were poor. I couldn't afford a paper mate. We had the big pens. Those ones you buy like, you give you like 25 pens for 50 cents, you know? Half of them didn't write, but, you know, it's all you could afford. Paper, papermate pens at that point were like a couple of bucks. That was a lot of money back then, you know? And she chastised us for that. You've got to have a papermate pen. Anybody who went to Kelvin Coolidge School might know who I'm talking about. I'm not saying. I don't speak ill of people who probably have passed away. I'm sure she passed away many years ago. But anyway, yeah. You can't afford the paper mate, folks. We had the government cheese and government peanut butter. We could not afford a paper mate pen. Kathy's working on some stories for us right now. She's uh, checking on the big story this morning that we mentioned earlier about the uh, New York State Police hunting for a man who shot a trooper that had gone to a Coesville home late last night to check on a person's welfare. And we're looking for 34-year-old Jason Johnson. His picture and some of his pictures are on WNBF.com. We posted those. Kathy put those up this morning. And so she's been in touch with authorities. Anything new, Kath? Uh, no. Last I checked, the, um, the the trooper, though, the spokesperson for the state police um, that we're quite familiar with, and, and we're really appreciative of uh, their cooperation with us, keeping the public informed about the situation out there. Give them a lot of room, especially if you're over in the area of Harpersville, over by the fire department, stuff where they have a staging area set up. It, don't don't go over there if you don't have to. But Aga Dubenska has been very helpful with keeping us um, with photos of the possible suspect in that shooting incident. We also have a photo of what appears to be the tailgate of that suspect vehicle. He may or may not be in this older model F-250 Ford pickup, but if you see it, don't approach it. Don't approach him. Call 911 immediately. The good news is the trooper who was shot, apparently a shotgun wound to the leg, is, she's she's going to recover. She uh, Last I heard overnight, she was in surgery. But uh, they've got all sorts of police 
units out there. We have the Afton School, the Windsor School, and the Harpersville Schools all affected by the investigation. So serious situation out there. We don't know the uh, mental state of this 34-year-old Jason Johnson, but uh, a very serious situation. And, of course, a lot of people upset, and we had a lot of comments on our website about the other shooting incident. That one from Tuesday, broad daylight, over on the west side of Binghamton, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, stopped at a stoplight, and all of a sudden get your car damaged by gunfire? I'm telling you, Kathy. Fortunately, the people in that vehicle were not injured, but they're looking for, uh, last they had a very sketchy uh, description of suspects, just thin, young, African-American males running north on Chapin Street. Once again, if you know anything about that, call the authorities. It's not my Binghamton, that's for sure. It's not the Binghamton I grew up in. But I have some good news. All right, let's lay it on me. I had a great conversation with the uh, the head of the Broome County Department of Parks and Recreation and Youth Services. What's going on? Liz White. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I did not tease her. She's on Southern Tier Close-Up on Saturday, by the way. 6.03 a.m., folks. Yeah, I, 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 wanted, I so much wanted to go down the path of the TV show Parks and Recreation. I'm sure she finds it very funny. Oh, like, I'm sure. Like we find WKRP in Cincinnati very funny. Yes. But oh, great, great news. Um, now, we already knew previously that they're building one of those um, fully accessible, all-inclusive playgrounds, mm-hmm. like the Our Space Playground. Right. They're putting one of those in at Dorchester Park. Awesome. Isn't that great? I go there all the time. Well... And I've only seen these on TV, and they're really incredible. They are also putting in at Dorchester Park an ADA-compliant kayak launch. So somebody who is in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. can actually enjoy, and I'm a kayaker, the fun and the awesomeness of being able to just... Going around Dorchester, yeah. the lake up there is just a blast. It is. I've been on it. And they're nice because they don't allow big boats or big motors no, on yeah, there. yeah. So um, there's only a really small handful of these type of boat launches in the country, and we're going to have one. That's great. I, I love Dorchester Park. I love to go up there and just ride, and we, we drive in there and just walk around. Real no, nice trails. beautiful. Yeah. Um, she also talks about that, uh, you know, it's a big site. She goes, it's funny, with, with as, as weird as things were last year where we couldn't have concessions and they couldn't have the movie nights and they couldn't have the bands. It was like about the biggest year ever for Broome County Parks. And they expect now that things are open this year, it's going to be huge. The campsites are open. The pavilions are being rented out. They are returning to the movies at the park. They're returning to the bands. And also they're starting a new program with uh, Finch Hollow Nature Center. Several different little things that they're doing for families, including frog jumping contests contests and and all sorts of cool things and you can hear all about that on saturday on southern tier close-up i mean it's just too much to talk about too much to put in the article you really have to listen saturday about all the things it's very exciting with our parks this year well you painted a good picture of it so folks make sure you tune in 603 a.m on saturday morning for southern tier close-up Is the eclipse done now I didn't even get a chance to see it. It started an hour ago. Well, the so. sun hasn't come up yet, has it? Or has well, it? yeah, five thirty. It was just as, oh. as, sun, as sunrise. I, was the sun out even? I, I don't know if yeah. it was. Was it? Yeah. I missed it. Oh, well. All I was seeing was the live shots from out in Harpersville yeah. from the TV stations. But uh, yeah, I missed it. Uh, I'm not sure if it's over yet. But well, I'm sure Copernic will have something on their Prob- website. Probably will. 
All right, we'll check in, Kathy, just a couple of minutes here with more headlines, which will keep you updated on the stories and what's going on here in the greater Binghamton area. Time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Is it safe to go out to eat at restaurants now? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. Look, I really want to go out. If there's one activity that's going to take me a while to get used to again, though, it's going out to eat at a restaurant. That's because it's just not possible to eat or drink with the mask on. That's plain and simple. Now, if you're still not vaccinated, I would say you really shouldn't be going out to eat unless you can ensure that you're going to be eating outside, far away from other people. If you are fully vaccinated, you're still going to want to find out what the restaurant is doing to mitigate risk before you make a reservation. But you're probably going to be just fine going out to eat with members of your own household or even other people you know are fully vaccinated. Think about this, though. You don't necessarily know who the other customers are in the restaurant and whether or not they could potentially be infected or potentially at risk. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 58 degrees. At 631, the forecast for today, it's going to be sunny throughout the day, a high in the mid-80s, the humidity dropping back a bit of a tick, still on the warm side, so... You're going to want the air conditioning going, if at all possible. Nothing in the way of thunderstorms in the forecast at this point. New York State Police are on the hunt for a man who shot and wounded a trooper in Colesville last night. State Police say the suspect is 34-year-old Jason Johnson, who was last seen in the East Windsor Road area near Thorn Hill. Authorities say Broome County Sheriff's deputies and New York State Police responded to the East Windsor Road area in Colesville a little bit after 8.30 last night to check on the welfare of a person. During the course of that investigation, a New York State trooper was shot by the suspect. Johnson is considered armed and dangerous. He's described as white, standing about 5 feet 7 inches tall, weighing about 160 pounds with a long Mohawk-style haircut. Authorities are also looking for a blue 1996 Ford F. 250 pickup truck with New York State license plate HZZ7759. Anyone seeing Johnson or the truck should not approach. Call 911 immediately. State police say the troopers' injuries are non-life-threatening. Now, as a result of this investigation in that area, Harpersville and Windsor schools are fully remote. Due to the investigation, people should not go to those school campuses. Afton schools are closed altogether for the day. So Afton is closed. Harpersville and Windsor fully remote today. City of Binghamton police are investigating a report of shots fired on the west side. On Tuesday afternoon, Binghamton police were called to Chapin Street at North Street around 3 p.m. with the report of gunfire. Authorities say officers determined that approximately five rounds from a 9mm handgun had been fired at the intersections. Police say two suspects were seen fleeing north on Chapin Street. Shots hit an uninvolved, occupied vehicle that was stopped at the red light at the eastbound lane of Main Street at Chapin Street, but fortunately no one was injured. The suspects are described as thin, young, black males. Anyone with information is asked to contact Binghamton Police Detectives at 607-772-7080. The Broome County Department of Parks, Recreation, and Youth Services says Greenwood
Wood Park Beach is closed for now due to an algae bloom. The decision to close the beach during the miserable, hot, sticky weather was made as a protective measure as algae blooms can cause health issues like rash, respiratory irritation, and intestinal problems in people and pets. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says ingesting contaminated water can even cause death in some cases. The Broom Parks Department will advise the public when the waterfront is cleared for reopening. Meanwhile, the beaches of Nathaniel Cole Park and Dorchester Park remain open. U.S. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand is pushing for more money for Lyme disease and tick-borne illness research. The Democrat was in the Southern Tier yesterday to call for $12 million for the Department of Defense's research project. In statistics provided by the Senator's office, Broome County leads the average reported cases per year from 2000 to 2019 for the Southern Tier, Finger Lakes, Central New York, and even the Mohawk Valley at 37.05. The next closest is Tompkins County at 35.2. The total reported number of Lyme disease cases from 2000 to 2019 in Broome County was 741, 488 in Shenango County, 431 in Delaware County, 425 in Tioga County, and 704 in Tompkins County. Dutchess County in the Mid-Hudson region had the most Lyme disease cases for the period at 12,724. Lyme disease can lead to debilitating effects, but begins as a rash at the site of the bite, then spreads to the nervous system, heart, and joints. Well, speaking of diseases, one year ago, the U.S. was the deadliest hot spot of the COVID-19 pandemic, forcing the cancellation of the Group 7 summit. Now the U.S. is a model for how to successfully emerge from the global pandemic. For President Joe Biden, it's a personal vindication of his pledge to turn around the U.S. virus, but also a global call for action for other nations. In a speech on the eve of his this year's G7 summit in England, Biden today will unveil plans for the U.S. to donate 500 million COVID-19 vaccine doses around the globe. It's 635, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. The shot is not going to go by Hilkich. He's all upset with no call, and the Suns will try and take advantage of it. Into Bridges goes in for the jam. Hilkich didn't get back defensively. He kept arguing with the referee, and the Suns took advantage of it. Bridges to the rim and in, and timeout again. Nuggets. Suns, 78. Denver, 58. And ended up 123-98. The Phoenix Suns routing the Nuggets last night. Chris Paul with uh, 17 points with 15 assists. He was on fire with that. There you go. I'm sure they're glad they got Chris Paul. Uh, the Nets will be without James Harden tonight. Game 3 in Milwaukee. Nets are up two games O in the Eastern Conference semifinal games. Uh, let's switch to baseball. How about the Bombers last night? And... The 0-2 hit in the air to deep right center field. That ball is high. It is far. It's off the very top of the wall. And Stanton goes into second. And that's showing me the whole place. It's a home run by Stanton. That's right. Giancarlo, two home runs last night. Garrett Cole, six sharp innings. And the Twins go down. The Yankees beat them. 9-6. 9-6. to six. Go Yankees! Houston, Seattle, Toronto, and the Angels winner. Over in interleague action, the Mets took it to Baltimore. 14-1. to one. Ouch! 
Texas, Oakland, St. Louis, and Washington winners in interleague action. The National League was the Cubs, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, the Dodgers, and Colorado. And I told you the Rumble Ponies would bounce back after that defeat the other night. They did last night, actually, uh, thanks to pitcher Josh Walker and Luis Carpillo as the uh, Ponies win 9-1. to one over the Bowie Bay Sox. Game three of that six-game series tonight at Morabito Stadium. How about those New York Islanders, huh? Fell behind after three games for the second straight series each time, and they won three straight to advance. And now they're heading to the Stanley Cup semifinals for the second straight year. They'll take on Tampa Bay Rays. They beat the Bruins 6-1 to in game six Wednesday night. Islanders on a roll. Baseball's Hall of Fame is moving this year's induction ceremony for Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, and the late Marvin Miller from July 25th to September 8th. The decision was made so a crowd may attend as coronavirus restrictions ease. The Hall announced that the ceremony will take place outdoors on the Hall's lawn as a ticketed event with a limited on-crowd size. All right, that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time is 641. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBS. All right, we got a bunch of things. First of all, uh, thanks to Tim for calling these in. Route 17 East 201 South on that ramp, there's a tractor trailer with his triangle out. Having needing some assistance, so if you're traveling that way, 17 East 201 South ramp, just be advised he's there. Also, uh, they're still continuing their overnight pavement operations. Uh, I'll probably wrapping that up this morning, but that's 81 northbound. Could see some backups there as they do that. Also, because of the investigation that's going on uh, for the shooting investigation of a state trooper that was wounded last night, Afton schools are closed. Harpersville and Windsor schools are fully remote due to the investigation, and people should not go to the school campuses. We're asking people to stay out of the area while they're conducting their investigation and on the hunt for the 34-year-old man uh, that has uh, done the shooting. So we'll have more information for you coming up with Kathy uh, in headlines as well. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast for today, sunny with highs in the mid-80s, mostly clear tonight, low in the upper 50s. Partly sunny Friday, slight chance of afternoon showers, mid-70s. Partly sunny Saturday, chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, a high near 80. And partly sunny on Sunday, there is a chance of a shower or two, highs in the low 80s. And right now, we're at 60 Degrees. It's WNBF First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White as we climb closer to the weekend. It's 640. WNBF presents this program in color. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning to you and welcome to, uh, well, the day before. Uh, the last day of the work week, anyway, Thursday. A lot to be said about Thursdays. It's one of those days where you're looking and saying, one more day. You know, of course, those of us who love our job, we don't mind. You know, we don't mind being here, right? <laughs> so, the, I don't know, Kathy, I don't know if you saw this or not. Uh, the dog that um, apparently gave a piggyback ride to a woodchuck. Did you see this? I heard you talking about it. I have not seen it. I've got it. the news footage here. The two-year-old pup had picked up a hitchhiker. He's got him on his back. taking it all in stride, <laughs> or in this case, all in doggy paddle. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Saw so, Woodchuck yesterday. Yeah? 
It's First a, one I've seen in a while. It was a couple yards over, so uh, I always look before I let the dogs out because they've gotten a couple of them in the past. Yeah, yeah I'll bet. And those things, they, they're not real quick. They waddle, you know. They can move really kind of fast when they want to, but yeah. nothing can outrun a greyhound that can reach 35 miles an hour in three strides. Yeah, which is exactly my point. <laughs> <laughs> and you get an 80-pound dog hitting a 25-pound woodchuck at full speed, and it's not going to go well for no. one of them. No, not yes. at all. Yes. So lots of road work around the area. People are starting to, uh, things are starting to, uh, to pick up now. Yeah, I'm paving. expecting, now the county re- reported that they were going to be pretty much doubling the amount of county projects this year um fortunately able to secure quite a bit of funding for infrastructure now what is the deal with that so far they just announced it this week but if it goes true to form the county is really super good at gobroomcounty.com mm-hmm. is they'll do a listing of what road projects the county is doing when when they're going to start what they're doing how it's impacting traffic and those are usually weekly updates so i would anticipate now that things you know they were doing it during the pandemic so now that things are getting back to the way they should be that we should be anticipating that so that's the season for that it is i know they're working on nanticoke drive as well they've been milling and paving there because i come down through there in the morning and they're still not finished with that and i think they're going to do old newark valley road so some of the outer lying roads and some of the roads that still get use but maybe not as much as some of the others and still if you travel those roads uh you can expect some delays while they're uh, they're milling and paving yeah unfortunately that's the trade-off for the bucolic line life out in the country is yeah. a lot of times your roads are last on the list to be fixed yeah they do a pretty good job where i am they're always out taking care of those you're tioga county though they, right you, yeah. you won't be getting the same notifications that we're no. getting with broom absolutely not uh any more news on our late breaking story this morning no there's been no updates uh i haven't gone to the state police website but once again we are in constant contact with their public information officer um just avoid that area. If you live out there, you just so you know what's going on, lock your doors, people. I mean, this is just me talking from experience on these sorts of situations. I haven't gotten any official advisories from anybody, but I'm telling you, lock your doors, lock your, you know, your outbuildings, have your vehicles locked, you know, Check. Make sure you know what's going on around your home if you're living out in that area. In the Colesville uh, area out there. Um, West so Windsor Road, was it? What? West Windsor Road in that area. East Windsor Road. East yeah. Windsor Road. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to be careful out there. And just to recap that, uh, New, York police are hunt- New York State police are hunting for a man who shot a trooper that had gone to a Colesville home last night. The trooper. Yeah, it was about 8.30 last about night 8:30, that they yeah. were checking on. Uh, check the welfare, as they call it. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently, this trooper shot in the leg with a shotgun fire. Went into surgery last night, expected to be okay, going to be recovering. Um, but there's all sorts of police activity out there. Looking for an F-250 1996 older model blue pickup truck that might be involved. But once again, if you live out in that area, make sure your vehicle's locked, your sheds, your outbuildings, everything's locked and everything's secure. Stay safe. You know, know your surroundings when you're going to and from your house. So there you go. Yeah, and uh, Afton schools, Harpersville, Windsor schools are they're all affected. They're all affected uh, today. Harpersville, Windsor are fully remote. Yeah, all of them. You're not going to go. You're not going to go to the school buildings at all. Right. Just so put it that way. 
Yep, absolutely. And we'll keep you updated on that. I know Kathy's checking on that story as uh, we talk. She'll have probably an update as soon as she can, and we'll have more information and more local headlines for you in about 15 minutes. Right now, time for our consumer and tech update. Here's Kim Commando. The dangers of ransomware is all over the news. And now we learn that for weeks, 60 members of Congress from both parties have been locked out of their data regarding their constituents. I'm Kim Commando with why maybe this attack is actually a blessing in disguise. Brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Getting the United States Congress to pay attention to anything, and much less to actually take action, is a monumental task. But now, at least 60 members of Congress have, themselves, become victims of a ransomware attack. And by the way, congressional insiders tell me that the number of members affected is actually much larger. The target was a tech company called iConstituent. It provides congressional members with a direct way to communicate with residents in their districts. And let me tell you, there's nothing like a lawmaker who's been personally victimized to get the wheels of laws moving. Get more tech news 24-7 at Commando. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. All right, well, uh, traffic, we mentioned earlier, uh, not too long ago, Route 17 East 201 South Ramp, there was a tractor-trailer uh, there pulled over with its triangle out. We have an engine problems or uh, mechanical problems. And that was uh, a while back or a half hour ago maybe. And I-81 uh, pavement operations are underway. Uh, they were just finishing up, I believe, for the overnight operations, and you may see uh, some lingering traffic backed up in that area as well. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast sunny today. Temperatures in the mid-80s. Mostly clear tonight, low in the upper 50s. Partly sunny Friday, slight chance of afternoon showers, mid-70s. Partly sunny on Saturday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, a high near 80. And partly sunny with a chance of showers Sunday, high in the low 80s. Right now we're at 60 degrees as we uh, get ready for... Uh, Another fun-filled hour. We've got another one coming up here in just a moment. Let's check in with Wall Street. Stocks were trading in a narrow range again on Wednesday, with the three major indexes finishing within half a percent before they began the day. The Dow Jones gave up 152 points to close at 34,447. The S&P 500 lost about 7.5 points. The Nasdaq Composite dropped 13. Bitcoin surged more than 13% yesterday on word that El Salvador had decided to adopt the cryptocurrency as its legal tender. After leaping past 37,000, Bitcoin settled in at 36,435, according to Coindesk. UPS may soon be delivering merchandise just hours after you buy it. The company is exploring same-day delivery options after the shipper's stock price took a 4.5% hit yesterday. More big retailers plan to keep their doors closed this Thanksgiving. Days after Walmart announced that its locations would not open on November 25th, Best Buy followed suit. All right, and there is a look. Uh, on this day, by the way, June 10th, 1964, the Beatles released A Hard Day's Night. We're going to A Hard Day's Night right into ABC News. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a log. But when I get home to you, I find the things that you do will make Just to hear you say, you 
trusted source for news and information. This is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 7.04. We've survived a solar eclipse. 60 degrees in Binghamton. Sunny today and a high in the mid-80s. This developing story continues out in eastern part of the county. New York State Trooper is being treated for a shotgun wound to the leg. While area law enforcement officers from multiple agencies are hunting for the man who shot her. Afton schools are closed. Harpersville and Windsor schools are fully remote today due to the investigation. New York State Police say the trooper had gone to a Colesville home last night to check on a person's welfare at around 8.30 when they say 34-year-old Jason Johnson allegedly opened fire and fled. He was last seen in the East Windsor Road area near Thorn Hill. He may be in a 1996 Blue Ford F-250 pickup truck with New York State license plate HZZ. 7759. The man is white. You can see photos of him. He has now, unlike the photos that were provided by the state police, apparently a longer hair, mohawk-style hairdo. The trooper say Johnson should be considered armed and dangerous, should not be approached. Anyone who sees him or the pickup truck should call 911. The trooper who was shot shortly after 8.30 last night on East Windsor Road was wounded in the leg. Her injuries are said to be non-life-threatening. City of Binghamton police are still looking for suspects. Suspects in a shooting in which some of the bullets fired at around 3 p.m. Tuesday hit an occupied car stopped at a red light at Main and Chapin Streets on the west side. Two thin young black men were seen fleeing north on Chapin Street after around five rounds were discharged from a 9 millimeter handgun. Police say the car and its occupants were not related to the incident and were not hurt. Anyone with information is asked to contact Binghamton Police Detectives at 607-772-7080. A Norwich man faces a mandatory minimum of 35 years in federal prison and up to 160 years after pleading guilty to three counts of sexual exploitation of a child and one count of committing a felony involving a minor by a registered sex offender. 34-year-old Patrick Kane admitted between 2016 and 2019 while a registered sex offender, he created sexually explicit videos and images of three children who were about five years old. Federal prosecutors say Kane had been convicted in Shenango County Court of felony sexual abuse in 2014 and had been required to register as a sex offender. In the latest case, Kane admitted to secretly recording the private parts of the children in addition to possessing about 90 videos and 10 images of child pornography involving other victims. Sentencing is scheduled for October. WMBF First News Time 707. Binghamton Mayor Richard David says a new position in the police department aimed at fostering diversity is being filled by a retired city police investigator. The Republican says he has appointed Charles Woody Jr. as a director of community outreach and recruitment. The $65,000 a year full-time job is a new position created to help diversity in the police force. In a news release from the mayor's office, the job is described as a position to, quote, enhance community 
connections and recruitment efforts to increase the number of individuals taking the annual civil service police officer exam with a focus on reaching underrepresented demographics in policing personnel. Woody started with the Binghamton Police Department in 1998. He's been a patrolman, investigator, and crime analyst. His resume also includes a teacher at the Civilian Police Academy recruitment, and he is currently on the board of the Binghamton Boys and Girls Club. After being forced to drastically limit operations and cancel programs last year due to the pandemic, the Broome County Parks are open for the season, including all the amenities like boat rentals, family camping, pavilion rentals, and concessions. Director of Parks and Recreation and Youth Services, Liz White, says they are now announcing a new series called Weeks Without Walls for Families. The programs, in conjunction with Cornell Cooperative Extension and the Finch Hollow Nature Center, will be held at Finch Hollow as well as several of the Broome County Parks. There's also a return this year of the Broome Bands Together concerts and movies for families in the park. Construction is underway this year on an inclusive playground at Dorchester Park that will allow nature-based fun and play for people of all abilities, which should be complete by the fall and is expected to draw visitors from all over the Northeast. White reveals another component of that facility will be an Americans with Disabilities Act compliant kayak launch. That'll be one of those few accessible boat launches anywhere in the country. For more information on park events, pavilion reservations, and camping facilities, call 607-778-2193 or go online to gobroomcounty.com slash parks. You can hear a lot more about this summer at the Broome County Parks on Southern Tier Close Up this Saturday at 6.03 a.m. right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. It's 7.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF and WNBF.com. Sunday, June 13th, you're invited to a delicious pasta dinner at St. Anthony of Pottawa Parish on Old Hill Avenue in Endicott. Following the 11 o'clock mass and a procession, this is in place of the three-day feast. It's a wonderful dinner presented by the parishioners of St. Anthony's Church. Take-out dinner only and a drive through A great pasta dinner from St. Anthony's. Supported proudly by Andrew R. Mancini Associates, located... Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Again, Island is trying to do what they do Saturday. Hit the empty net twice for a long shot. They score! Another empty net goal for the Islanders. This one will go to Ryan Pollock. And it's 6-2 Isles with under 48 seconds remaining in regulation time. And it happened right at home to a lot of happy Long Island fans of the New York Islanders, and uh, they did it, advancing to the semifinals with a 6-2 win over the Boston Bruins in game number six. Go Islanders! All right. going to switch over to baseball. Yankees and Mets. Both victorious. The Yankees clobbering Minnesota 9-6, four home runs. The Mets annihilating Baltimore 14-1. Texas, Oakland, St. Louis, and Washington winners. Houston, Seattle, Toronto, and the Angels winners. And in the National League, the Cubs, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Dodgers, and Colorado winners. And the Rumble Ponies took it to the Bowie Bay Sox last night. 9-1 to here at Morabito Stadium. Go Ponies! Game 3 of that six-game series at Morabito Stadium tonight. NBA won game last night. Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns taking a 2-0 lead now in that series with the 123-98 route of the Denver Nuggets. 
that. Jochic wasn't happy. In fact, there were a couple of plays where he thought he was fouled. He's back there arguing with the ref. And lo and behold, they come down and score a basket. You don't want to do that either. All right. Baseball Hall of Fame moving this year's induction ceremony for Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, and the late Marvin Miller from July 25th to September 8th. The decision was made so a crowd may attend as coronavirus restrictions ease. The Hall announced that the ceremony will take place outdoors on the Hall's lawn as a ticketed event with a limited crowd. And it looks like James Harden will miss Games 3 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals tonight in Milwaukee. Harden left 43 seconds into the first game of the series with tightness, but the Nets haven't missed him, taking a 2-0 lead over the Bucks. Game 3 tonight. Harden missed 20 of 21 games late in the season because of a hamstring. Uh, it was also strained after he first experienced tightness. Coach Steve Nash says the all-star guard is progressing, and he was optimistic for his return. There is no timetable to that right now. But he doesn't need him right now. Rest, James, rest. They may need you in the finals. I think they're going to go to the finals. I predict they're going to go to the finals. And I think they're going to beat whoever they play against, too. Wouldn't it be something if it was Phoenix? It might be uh, with Chris Paul. I mean, yeah, superstar right there. And that would be a, a hell of a series. We'll have to wait and see how that stuff unfolds. But right now, that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time is 714. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic looked good this morning around Greater Binghamton. We'll keep you updated on that. And I think you're going to like today, too, your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast calling for sun. Highs in the mid-80s. Mostly clear tonight, low in the upper 50s. Partly sunny Friday, slight chance of an afternoon shower, mid-70s. Partly sunny, chance of a shower or thunderstorm on Saturday, high near 80. And partly sunny Sunday with a chance of showers, high in the low 80s. We've got sun coming up, though, ladies and gentlemen. So, that is nice. We're at 60 degrees right now. This is WNBF's First News Binghamton, along with Kathy White. Getting you up to date with what's going on around our community, around the world, Wall Street, sports. Well, there's an angle. We'll we'll try to slice it up for you. <laughs> 60 degrees right now. WNBF First News Time, 7.50. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Smiling, that's the question. It's going to be a nice sunshine day today. Thank you, Brady Bunch kids, by the way, for bringing us in out of the break. Uh, sunny with temperatures in the mid-80s today. And I'll be hanging around and uh, joining you again on WNBF's Binghamton Now program in for Bob Joseph. Rumor has it we may have a, a dignitary, a special friend uh, in the studio with us a little bit after 9 this morning. Uh, that's just a little tease, okay? It's nice that we're able to start doing that now. Uh, personally, for me... I mean, I do a lot of phone interviews. We've been doing a lot of phone interviews for a year now here on the program, over a year as the pandemic has forced us to do so. But as things start to proceed and things are getting a little better, more people are vaccinated, uh, the people coming into the studios. I don't think anybody has been in here yet that hasn't been vaccinated. Everybody has. 
Uh, and even uh, even Gerald Smith, who was in last week, had the mask, but he had been vaccinated too. Uh, and uh, it's just nice to have people in the studio. I, I, I don't mind doing the phone interviews, but I love to have people where I can actually look at them and talk to them. It's just, to me, it's it's a... It's a more sincere type interview, I think, you know, because you can see facial expressions. You can kid with each other like Kathy and I. Kathy makes faces at me and tells me I'm number one and stuff like that, you know. But anyway, <laughs> I'm number two. <laughs> uh, but she also gives me the proverbial kick in the pants when I need it because that's what you need. You know, we were talking yesterday about bullies. I don't... I, I guess you have to define bully, you know. Um, I know one of the ladies got a little upset with me, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you about it after Rush Limbaugh's morning commentary because we have that coming up in a matter of seconds here, and I want to get that in first. But uh, I'll try and put a string around my finger and remember to do so. Okay. At this time, we pay tribute to the great Rush Limbaugh again with his morning commentary as he still lives on in our hearts. WNBF. Hey, folks, a new Silicon Valley startup could change the way your pizza is made and may change the food industry forever. Zoom Pizza, Z-U-M-E, has gotten rid of a key business component that all their competitors use, humans. When a pie is ordered, the pizza goes down a conveyor line and robots add the ingredients. And more innovations are coming. Soon the pizza will actually be made inside the delivery vans on the way to the customer's address. Each van's equipped with robots, 56 remote-controlled ovens. They await approval from the Santa Clara County Department of Environmental Health. Alex Garden, a co-founder of the startup, comes from a background in video games. And he says that the company's goal is to become the Amazon of food. It could be extremely profitable, he says, if they can bring their innovations to others in the food service industry. Now, if this works out, he's right. One big reason, the robot workforce doesn't complain. You don't have to worry about them showing up late or needing family time off to take the dog to the vet. Robots don't take maternity leave because they don't get pregnant. They're not confused about their gender, nor do they demand special rights to express who they are that day. And they're not going to demand 15 bucks an hour to make pizza or anything else. A whole lot of companies would want a slice of that business model. Hmm. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
Sunday, June 13th, you're invited to a delicious pasta dinner at St. Anthony Apostle Parish on Old Hill Avenue in Endicott. Following the 11 o'clock mass and a procession, this is in place of the three-day feast. It's a wonderful dinner presented by the parishioners of St. Anthony's Church. Take-out dinner only and a drive through A great pasta dinner from St. Anthony's. Supported proudly by Andrew R. Mancini Associates, located in Endicott. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. All right, there's only one moon, there's only one sun, and folks, there's only one polka king, and he's with us right now. <laughs> Good morning, Bill. Uh, which one of these? Yeah, they both, they're both working. Okay, so. <laughs> thank you, Doug. Good morning. Good morning to you. I'm excited about you. It's always a great time when you come in. You and I, we laugh, we joke around. Um, we enjoy seeing you all the time. Well, I'm like you, Doug. I'm a morning person. Yeah. And a lot of people at radio say, no, I want to, I want to do the afternoon shift. I'm not a morning person, but, and you gotta be up, you gotta be awake, you and you gotta certainly entertain. It's getting busy now. We had last weekend, the Greek Annunciation Church, last weekend, yeah. And this weekend we're doing on Saturday, we're gonna be at Sacred Heart Ukrainian Church here on WNBF. This is the, uh, summer festival. They usually have a big event mm-hmm. at the picnic grounds in Castle Creek. But, of course, because of the pandemic, that's not going to happen. But what they're doing at Sacred Heart, and Father Ted was on my show last week, mm-hmm. um, they're having the festival inside the Paris Center. Mm-hmm. And no music, no, no bar, nothing like that. Just food, baked goods, and uh, but they relaxed. Well, very much at Sacred Heart because most of the events I've done is drive-through. Right. You pick up your food and you go home, like at the Greek Festival and St. Mary's when I did that. But Sacred Heart is more relaxed this Saturday. You can go inside the parish hall. They will have tables and chairs. You can eat there, or the option is you can take it home, of course. But that's a big event. It's this Saturday, 10, starts at 10 and mm-hmm. goes until 2 o'clock. I'll be there 8 o'clock in the morning because in our business, Doug, it's always wise when you do a live show sure. to get there a couple hours before the event starts. Yeah. Sometimes it's too late. If it mm-hmm. starts at 10 and I start broadcasting at 10, people listening already have made plans for the day. You've got to get to them early. So even, right. even if I'm out there with a couple of volunteers, you still got to keep telling your audience, come on, it's going to happen today. So Saturday, thank you, at uh, Sacred Heart. Then Sunday, we're going to be over at St. Anthony mm-hmm. um, of Padua. This is on Odell Avenue. When got, that is an Italian dinner takeout only. So, yeah, so we have two this weekend. Sunday, Sunday morning starting at ten, and um, Saturday morning starting at eight. And then we'll talk later on about uh, and Kevin and I going to Montrose. A lot of things are happening here at WMBF. And you know, I'm really excited. To, and I, I don't want to. I know we're going to talk about the Montrose thing, but I know that's something that's very special to you for many years. And last year we couldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm sure the folks in Montrose, Pennsylvania, are going to be happy to get the Polka King back. Boy, I've been talking to so many people out there. Thank you, uh, and a lot, of, a lot of the sponsors. Yeah. A lot of the planners who put this event together, and they're going full force. It's like it was ten years. Ago, they got the parade, and they're going to have the chicken barbecue mm-hmm. and the arts and crafts, and 
races and all that. And we're also going to be putting Roger Neal back to work again, and I, oh, I'm, ex- I'm excited about that. I am so pleased. You know, I'm so pleased to work again with mm-hmm. a guy who I've respected and admired as a good friend, as you know. Oh, yeah. Roger Neal will be doing the um, uh, Dick's Open together. Yep. Together, uh, Roger will be out on the fairway and... Uh, We'll talk about that coming up the first week of July. Yeah, and we're excited about it, though, and, and that's something that another thing that Bill Flynn brought to us here, and uh, we're excited about being a part of that this year. So a lot of things happening. We'll listen for Bill. Don't forget to uh, start, uh, come and check out the events this weekend and get some great food. And I'm glad, Bill, that things are starting to open up. Thank you, Doug. Thank you very yeah. much. Have a great day. Thanks for having me on. Have a good day, everyone. You have an open invitation anytime. Ladies and gentlemen, the Polka King. <laughs> Royalty has graced the master control room here, so appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. All right, we're going to check in with Kathy coming up here. She's got the latest local headlines for you, so uh, we'll get your weather in there as well right into the weekend. Looks like sunny today, and maybe we'll see some sunshine this weekend uh, as well. Is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 60 degrees at 7.30. The forecast today, sunshine with a high in the mid-80s. Still the same situation out in the Colesville area. We're going to start off with that this morning. New York State Police on the hunt for a man who shot and wounded a New York State trooper in Colesville last night. This investigation is ongoing. It has resulted in some school closures. The Afton schools are closed today due to the ongoing investigation. Harpersville and Windsor schools are fully remote due to the investigation. People should not go to any of those school campuses. New York State Police say the suspect in the shooting incident is 34-year-old Jason Johnson, who was last seen in the East Windsor Road area near Thorn Hill. Authorities say Broome County Sheriff's deputies and New York State Police responded to East Windsor Road in Colesville shortly after 8.30 last night to check on the welfare of a person during that investigation, a New York State trooper was shot by the suspect. Johnson is considered armed and dangerous. He's described as white, standing about 5 feet 7 inches tall and weighing about 160 pounds with long Mohawk-style haircut. That is a little bit different than the hairstyle that he has seen in photos that have been provided by the state police, so bear that in mind. Authorities are also looking for a blue 1996 Ford F-250 pickup truck with New York State license plate HZV. HZV, as in Victor, 7759. Anyone seeing Johnson or the truck should not approach. Call 911 immediately. The state police say the trooper's injuries are non-life-threatening. Another shooting incident that is under investigation is in the city of Binghamton. Binghamton police are investigating a report of shots fired on the west side on Tuesday afternoon. Binghamton police were called to Chapin Street at North Street around 3 p.m. with a report of gunfire. Authorities say officers determined approximately five rounds were shot from a 9mm handgun. That was right at that intersection, and police say two suspects were seen fleeing north on Chapin Street. Now, those shots hit an uninvolved occupied vehicle just stopped at the red light in the east lane of Main Street at Chapin Street. Fortunately, no one was injured. The suspects are described as thin, young black males. Anyone with information has to contact the Binghamton Police Department. 
Broome County Sheriff's officials say a Johnson City man is facing a felony charge in connection with the theft of a dirt bike. Authorities say the off-road style motorcycle was stolen from the Binghamton Honda shop in the town of Fenton on May 24th. Investigators poring over surveillance video from the business tracked down 48-year-old Anthony DePersis and arrested him yesterday. DePersis is charged with felony grand larceny and was ordered to appear in court at a later date. WMBF News Time 733. The Broome County Department of Parks, Recreation and Youth Services says Greenwood Park Beach is closed for now due to an algae bloom. The decision to close the beach during the miserable, hot, sticky weather was made as a protective measure as algae blooms can cause health issues like rash, respiratory irritation and intestinal problems in people and pets. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says ingesting contaminated water can even cause death in some cases. The Broom Parks Department will advise the par- public when the waterfront is cleared for reopening. Meanwhile, remember the beaches at Nathaniel Cole Park and Dorchester Park do remain open. U.S. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand is pushing for more money for Lyme disease and tick-borne illness research. The Democrat was in the southern tier yesterday to call for $12 million for the Department of Defense's research project. In statistics provided by the senator's office, Broome County leads the average reported cases per year from 2000 to 2019 for not only the southern tier but also the Finger Lakes, Central New York, and even the Mohawk Valley. The total reported number of Lyme disease cases from that period in Broome County was 741 compared to 488 in Shenango County, 431 in Delaware County, 425 in Tioga County, and the closest runner-up was Tompkins County at 704. Delaware, our Dutchess County in the Mid-Hudson region had the most Lyme disease cases for that period at 12,724. Health officials and experts in Asia are welcoming U.S. plans to share 500 million more doses of the Pfizer vaccine for coronavirus with the developing world, but say it would take more donations to address the huge gap between rich and poor countries that are prolonging the pandemic. President Joe Biden is set to make an announcement today in a speech before the start of the Group 7 summit in, in England. California's workplace regulators have reversed themselves for a second time in a week. They have withdrawn a controversial masking regulation. That gives them time to consider a rule that more closely aligns with Governor Gavin Newsom's promise that the state will fully reopen from the pandemic. The California Occupational Safety and Health Standards Board rule would have allowed workers to forego masks only if every employee in a room is fully vaccinated against the coronavirus. That contrasts with the state's broader plan to do away with virtually all masking requirements for vaccinated people. Withdrawing that worksite rule allows the board to consider changes next week. It's 736 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Find a program that will pay for the work, too. That's what we do at Foment. We fix uncomfortable homes. Call us today. Call Foment at 607-246-2266. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Uh, let's start with Major League Baseball, the New York Mets. The 1-0 on the way to McKinney. That's launched in the air to right. That ball is sailing. It is long gone. A three-run homer for Billy McKinney, his second home run of the game. And the Mets have hit their sixth home home run of this game and have opened up a 14 to 1 lead. What was that again? And have opened up a 14 to 1 lead. That score again? 
and have opened up a 14 to 1 lead. 14 to 1 over Baltimore. Ouch. Oriole fans are going, oh, man. Uh, Texas, Oakland, St. Louis, and Washington all winners. That's an interleague action over in the American League. How about those Yankees? Pitch and Duhar. A high drive to deep left center. It is high. It is far. And it's, there it is. God well, in the bullpen. Miguel and Duhar hits another home run. He has five home runs in his last five games. Yankees win over the Twins 9-6. to six. Houston, Seattle, Toronto, the Angels winners. Cubs, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Dodgers, and Colorado winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies getting some revenge last night against the Bowie Bay Sox with a 9-1 to one victory here at Morabito State. Brand new stadium, and I think maybe that's motivating the ponies to, uh, I mean, a brand new name. It's motivating the ponies. Uh, they are playing a lot better, and uh, game three of that series tonight at Rabbitoh Stadium. Get out and root on your Binghamton Rumble ponies. Go, ponies! Go, Islanders! That guy cracks me up. Islanders win 6-2 over Boston. They'll advance to the semifinals, taking on the Tampa Bay. Uh, what are they? The What are the Tampa Bay what? Devils? Rays? Um, Devil Rays? I don't know. There's some Tampa Bay something. Anyway, uh, yeah, so they'll take them on. Shows you how much I know about hockey, right? I know I know about it. You got those things that are pucks. You hit the net, you know. Anyway, Islanders, we're excited about that in the semifinals. One game in the NBA last night. The Phoenix Suns have a 2-0 lead now in the Western Conference semifinals over the Denver Nuggets with a 123-98 route. I would call that a route. The Beard will not play again tonight. James Harden will sit out Game 3 of the Eastern Conference semifinals as the Nets travel to Milwaukee to take on Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks. And they're up 2-0 in that series. The Nets are. So they may not need James Harden. James, have a hot dog. Relax. Have a Coke. Just sit there and relax on the sidelines. Hopefully they won't need you. Rest up, because I'm sure they will need you uh, in the next round. I My prediction is that they're going to win this series. All right? Against the Milwaukee Bucks. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 742. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic looks good this morning. Uh, no accidents to report. It's going to be a sunshine day. Sunny, highs in the mid 80s. Mostly clear tonight, low in the upper 50s. Partly sunny Friday, slight chance of afternoon showers. Highs in the mid 70s. Saturday, partly sunny, slight chance of showers and afternoon thunderstorms. A high near 80 and partly sunny on Sunday with a chance of showers, high in the low 80s. So a little bit warmer than we normally get for June, especially early June. It's usually the low to mid-70s, but we'll see temperatures in the 80s for this weekend. A nice day ahead of us today, too. It's going to be one of those days, though, where it's going to be warm. But, hey, who's complaining about the weather? And right now we're at 61 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier and Kathy White with you. Good morning, and thank you for starting off. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning, my friend, and thank you for allowing us to be part of your day, whatever you're doing. If you're at home or at work or in the vehicle or wherever you may be, thank you. 
Just got a call from Valerie. They're working on the Millingen Paving Project on Burr Ave to Tompkins Street, and uh, apparently traffic is backed up. That's what happens when the Millingen Paving Operations begin, and we've been talking about this, uh, and I appreciate you letting us know, Valerie, because uh, we, we don't have all of the areas, and I, it's impossible, really, to, to uh, get all that information. It's impossible for the people doing it to do that as well. So sometimes we do rely on our listeners, and we greatly appreciate that. So from Burr Ave to Tompkins, they are doing Millingen and paving and uh, there's traffic backing up in there and it's quite lengthy from what Valerie says if you're traveling that area. So I wanted to point that out. They're also doing some milling and paving over on Dayo Hill in the village of Johnson City and town of Dickinson. Uh, they were working on Nanticoke as well and uh, I think possibly uh, old Newark Valley Road. I think my buddy Dave was telling me they were doing some milling and paving in that area but we'll keep you updated as best we can but uh, be advised, this is the time of year, it's the time of the season where uh, lots of road work is being done to repair our roads that old man winter is just wrecked with all this cold weather, you know? All right, well, Amazon is looking at ways to set up new devices, but there are privacy concerns, too. More from ABC's Michelle Franz. Amazon is launching a new feature that is raising some privacy concerns. Echo smart speakers and ring security cameras are already a staple of many American homes. But this week, Amazon, the company behind the popular gadgets, is activating a new feature called Sidewalk. Connie Guglielmo is the editor-in-chief of CNET. She says that system is intended to expand your home network. The good part is that if you have devices that are outside the reach of your network, like cameras or outdoor lights, etc. This assures that your signal is reaching them. Amazon says it's supposed to make it easier to set up new devices. It'll even let users check their security cameras in the event of an internet outage. But critics have raised security and privacy concerns about the feature. What data might be collected or passed around? And really, for a lot of people who are concerned about privacy, how might Amazon use these networks that they're creating in the future? With Tech Trends. I'm Michelle Franz in ABC News. Thank you, Michelle. And thanks, John, for calling. You know, I just, we've been mentioning the story this morning, but for those of you who may be living in the Harpersville area or in that area this morning, you may see several uh, police vehicles uh, in that area. Uh, right now, as the story, we've been, we've been mentioning the story this morning. It broke uh, earlier. It was actually start about 8.35 last night. Uh, New York State Police right now are hunting for a man who shot a trooper that had gone to a Coesville home last night to check on a person's welfare. And authorities say right now 34-year-old Jason Johnson should be considered armed and dangerous and should not be approached, and anyone who sees him should call 911. Uh, they are searching for him. I know there's for our law enforcement vehicles getting reports that they're out in that area. Please avoid that area. Let them do their job. Uh, Afton School, Windsor School, Harpersville schools are closed because of this investigation and ongoing search for this 34-year-old man. We have pictures of him uh, on WNBF.com, but apparently he has a, a different hairstyle as well that's not depicted in those pictures. Uh, so uh, we wanted to pass that along to you if you're traveling or if you're uh, heading towards that area, you might want to avoid it and allow law enforcement to uh, continue their search for this 34-year-old man by the name of Jason Johnson. So the uh, trooper that was shot, uh, they say was uh, non-life-threatening uh, injuries, but was shot in the leg with a shotgun. So that happened last night. So that's what's going on, if you're wondering, uh, in that area. 
of uh, the Harpersville area, Afton, Windsor. Uh, that is what's going on right now. And so, uh, again, he's considered armed and dangerous, should not be approached. And if you can avoid that area, probably would be best that you did that as well. And we'll keep you updated on it. I know Kathy's working on the story, too. But we did get some phone calls, people wondering what was going on in that area, and we wanted to pass that along to you. WNBF First News Time is 7.51. We have fun facts coming up, and we'll get your weekend weather right into the weekend. 60 right now. First News your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's. That's the truth. Or. That's baloney. That's right. And uh, just remember, I know everything. Of course you do. You are the grand poobah of knowledge, aren't you? Right? Just answer my question, wise guy. All right, here we go. Fun fact number one. We have five fun facts for you. Fun fact number one. Judy Garland who, of course, is known for playing the iconic role of Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz film. Judy Garland, who played the role of Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz film's first name is actually Dorothy. Judy Garland, who played the role of Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz, her first name is actually Dorothy. What do you think? That's baloney. You probably knew that, didn't you? Frances Ethel Gum. In fact, she was born on this day, June 10th, 1922. She'd be 99 right now. Fun fact number two, in 1935, Jesse Owens set world records in three different events in 45 minutes. Olympian Jesse Jesse Owens set world records in three different events in 45 minutes in 1935. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah, at a Big Ten track and field meet, he set world records in a long jump, 220-yard sprint, and 220-yard low hurdles, and he tied the 100-yard dash world record. Fun fact number three, a mononymous person, a mononymous person is a person with no middle name. A mononymous person is a person with no middle name. Mononymous. That's baloney. No, a mononymous person is known and addressed by one name, like Cher or Pink or Prince. Fun fact number three, President Thomas Jefferson and President John Adams both died on July 4th, 1826. President Thomas Jefferson and John Adams both died on July 4th, 1826, both U.S. presidents. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah, they did. Yeah, same day. And finally, fun fact number five, silver is the best conductor of electricity of any metal. Silver is the best conductor of electricity of any metal. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah, because it contains a high number of movable atoms, or what they call free electrons. Slightly more conductive than copper, but much more expensive. So, yeah, you don't want to put silver wire in your house, right? Who cares? Well, if your budget your budget would care, that's for sure, right? What a grouch. You're an idiot. Okay. And that just about wraps up another hour. Got our final hour coming up here. Uh, A couple things I wanted to pass along. Once again, we have some calls from people. Uh, Valerie called in to say that they're milling and paving on Burr Ave to Tompkins Street on the south side of Binghamton, and that uh, traffic is creeping in that area. If you're traveling down there, be advised, milling and paving 
And the thing about milling and paving, you know, it has to be done, but then they've got the big pavement drop and you've got all that, uh, you know, scruffiness on the ground and stuff. So, you know, if you can avoid that area while they're doing that, fine. Dale Hill Road, Village of Johnson City, Town of Dickinson, they are uh, taking care of that milling. Uh, today is supposed to be the final day for that. And there's some other areas, too. And if people were wondering about Harpersville and Windsor in that area and why there were so many police vehicles out there, they were searching for a man, Jason Johnson, who uh, shot a police trooper last night in the leg. And they're looking for him. He's considered armed and dangerous and should not be approached. So if you uh, if you can avoid that area, definitely avoid it. Uh, they're trying to eliminate people from in the area so they can be safe as they search for this man and no rubbernecking and things like that. So, um, again, you know, allow law enforcement... Uh, the space they need to try and look for this guy. Afton, Harpersville, Windsor schools are not open today. The schools are not open. They're working remotely. So that's what we have for you right now. Uh, Kathy may have some new uh, information for you coming up. We'll have local headlines following ABC News. And in our final hour of WNBF First News Binghamton coming up. And WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Good morning. 62 degrees. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 8.04. Fair skies being reported at the airport right now, but some outlying areas. We are seeing some dense fog, especially in the river valleys. Be aware of that. Also be aware of the heavy police presence out in the town of Colesville. You want to avoid that area if at all possible. The forecast for today, sunshine, a high in the mid-80s. We have a number of school districts that have now all gone to remote learning, including the one that we announced earlier had been closed. They wanted to call back and change their status to remote as well. So Afton, Harpersville, and Windsor schools are all fully remote due to the ongoing police investigation out that way in Eastern Broome. People should not go to any of those school campuses. New York State Trooper being treated for a shotgun wound to the leg while area law enforcement officers are hunting for the man who shot her. New York State Police say the trooper had gone to a Colesville home last night to check on a person's welfare. That was about 8.30 p.m. And they say 34-year-old Jason Johnson allegedly opened fire and then fled. He was last seen in the East Windsor Road area near Thornhill. Johnson is white, standing 5 feet 7 inches tall, weighing 160 pounds, with a long mohawk haircut. He may be in a 1996 blue Ford F-250 pickup truck with New York State license plate HZV-7759. The New York State Police have provided us with photos of the suspect and the suspect vehicle. Those can be seen on our website, WMBF.com. Troopers say Johnson should be considered armed and dangerous and should not be approached. Anyone who sees him or the pickup truck should call 911. If you're out in that area, avoid the staging area around the fire department. Also, just avoid that area if you can. If you live out that way, make sure your house, windows, doors are locked. Also, outbuildings are locked vehicles are locked that's just a precaution that's no official word from any agency just a word of advice trooper who was shot shortly after 8 30 last night on east windsor road was wounded in the leg her injuries are said to be non-life-threatening 
City of Binghamton police are looking for suspects in a shooting in which some of the bullets fired at 3 p.m. Tuesday hit an occupied car stopped at the red light at Main and Chapin Streets on the west side. Two thin, young black men were seen fleeing north on Chapin Street after around five rounds were discharged from a 9mm handgun. Police say the car and its occupants were not actively related to the case. They were not hurt. Anyone with information is asked to contact Binghamton Police Detectives at 772-7080. A Norwich man faces a mandatory minimum of 35 years and up to 160 years in federal prison after pleading guilty to three counts of sexual exploitation of a child and one count of committing a felony involving a minor by a registered sex offender. 34-year-old Patrick Kane admitted between 2016 and 2019, while a registered sex offender, he created sexually explicit videos and images of three children who are around five years old. Federal prosecutors say Kane had been convicted in the Shenango County Court of felony sexual abuse in 2014 and had been required to register as a sex offender. In the latest case, Kane admitted to secretly recording the private parts of the children in addition to possessing about 90 videos and 10 images of children child pornography involving other victims. Sentencing is scheduled for October. Binghamton Mayor Richard Davids says a new position in the police department aimed at fostering diversity is being filled by a retired city police investigator. The Republican says he has appointed Charles Woody Jr. as the Director of Community Outreach and Recruitment. The $65,000 a year full-time job is a new position recreated, created to help diversify the police force. Woody started with the Binghamton Police in 1998 as a patrolman. He's been an investigator and a crime analyst. He also has been a teacher at the Civilian Police Academy and has been involved in recruitment. He's also a board member at the Binghamton Boys and Girls Clubs. WMBF News Time. It's 8.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. The Tampa Bay Lightning. That was the, I couldn't remember the, their name anyway. The Islanders win. They defeat the Bruins, knock them off, go to the semifinals against Tampa Bay. And uh, boy, just a, a great outing last night. Six to two, excitement. And they did it on their home ice, too, which is really nice. All right. NBA last night, one game Phoenix over Denver, 123 to 98. Chris Paul, 17 points, but 15 assists, setting up his players, setting up his teammates, and uh, they have a 2-0 lead in that series now. Tonight will be Game 3 of the Eastern Conference semifinals between the Nets and the Bucks, uh, shifting to Milwaukee. Nets will be out without James Harden. Uh, he will miss Game 3. That hamstring is still bothering him, and uh, they're not sure when he'll be available. Coach Steve Nash says the all-star guard is progressing, and he was optimistic for his return, but there is no timetable on that. Right now, they're looking like uh, they're poised to win the series without him. Major League Baseball, Yankees and Twins. The 0-2, hit in the air to deep right center field. That ball is high, it is far. It's off the very top of the wall, and Stanton... 
Goes into second. No, it's a home run. Yeah, not showing me the whole place. It's a home run by Stanton. That's right. It hit on the top of the wall. I guess it hit over and came back. So Stanton homers again. Giancarlo, two home runs for the Yanks. Garrett Cole, six sharp innings. The Yankees defeating the Twins 9-6. to six. Mets over Baltimore 14-1. to one. And the Rumble Ponies over the Bay, Bowie Bay Sox 9-1 to one last night here at Marabito Stadium. Game 3 of that 6-game series tonight right here in downtown Binghamton. Go Ponies! Playing well. Baseball's Hall of Fame moving this year's induction ceremony for Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, and the late Marvin Miller from July 25th to September 8th. And the decision was made so a crowd may attend as the coronavirus restrictions ease. The hall announced that the ceremony will take place outdoors on the hall's lawn as a ticketed event with a limit on crowd size. The inductions were to have taken place in July of last year but were postponed due to the pandemic. No candidates were elected in 2021. So there you have it. Derek Jeter going in, no Yankee great. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time is 814. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, there's milling and paving going on in different areas. Dale Hill Road in Johnson City and Town of Dickinson. Also over on Burr Ave and Tompkins Street. That strip milling and paving, I'm told traffic backed up at times there as well. And probably some other areas as we get through the day. Again, over in the Harpersville-Windsor area, law enforcement actively in search for a 34-year-old man who shot a trooper last night in the leg. Trooper is doing okay, told not life-threatening injuries, but they are looking for this man, 34-year-old Jason Johnson, considered armed and dangerous and should not be approached. And if you can avoid that area uh, where the law enforcement is, allow them to do their job. Uh, three school districts now are on uh, remote learning this morning, and they are Harpersville, Windsor, and Afton. So those three schools are remote learning today uh, because of the ongoing shooting investigation and what's going on up there. So we'll keep you updated on that. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, sunny today. Highs in the mid-80s, mostly clear tonight, low in the upper 50s. Partly sunny on Friday, slight chance of afternoon showers, mid-70s. Partly sunny Saturday, slight chance of showers or thunderstorms, high near 80. And Sunday, partly sunny, chance of showers, high in the low 80s. Right now, 61 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning to you. Eight. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. In 1966, the Beatles record uh, their feature, a new audio effect was released in the song Rain that you just heard right there. They used a tape player in reverse, and uh, later John John Lennon rather said the reverse tape effect wasn't planned. The tape was just put in the wrong way. See, even when the Beatles made a mistake, it was considered unique in greatness, you know? (laughs) <laughs> we lost Spencer Tracy on this date, 1967. He died just after filming Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. He was 67 years old. 
Also, Bob Dylan and the band began recording sessions that remained unreleased for a long time. The Basement Tapes eventually surfaced as an album. But back in 1967, on this day, they began the recording sessions. 100,000 people gathered in New York Central Park in 1995. Why? To see a free sneak preview of Pocahontas. In 2000, we lost Ray Charles. And today is Shirley Alston Reeves of the Shirelles' 80th birthday. Actor Frankie Faison is 72. Actor Kate Flannery from The Office, 57. Model actor Elizabeth Hurley is 56. And country singer Lee Bryce is 42 today. Yeah. On the history side, it was the anniversary of Alcoholics Anonymous, founded in Akron, Ohio, by Dr. Robert Holbrook-Smith and William Griffith Wilson. Also in 1963, President John F. Kennedy signed into law the Equal Pay Act of 1963, aimed at eliminating wage disparities based on gender. And we still have issues with that today. 1977, James Earl Ray, the convicted assassin of civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr., escaped from Brushy Mountain State Prison in Tennessee with six others. He was recaptured a couple of days later. And in 1991, 11-year-old J.C. Dugard of South Lake Tahoe, California, was abducted by Philip and Nancy Garrido. J.C. was held for with the couple by for 18 years before she was found by authorities. Can you imagine that? Anyway, those are some of the things that happened on this 161st day of 2021. 204 days left. We'll be doing uh, WNBF's Binghamton Now for you coming up here at uh, 9 o'clock, a little after 9 this morning, and I'll be filling in again for Bob today and tomorrow, so uh, it'll be interesting. It was interesting yesterday. It was starting to heat up a little bit. You can always tell people are starting to get a little testy, and they start, like, firing at me, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, don't fire at me. I'm just the moderator. Let's get an entertainment update. Once again, Sunday Night Football on NBC is the most-watched primetime show on network TV. But even it's not immune to the migrating audience. Its total viewers going down 18%. Numbers for all network TV shows in the 2020-2021 season down 19.5% on average. Out of more than 160 ranked shows, only five actually saw their audiences go up from last year. On Order SVU, 60 Minutes, The Wall, Shark Tank, and The CW's All-American. We have a lot of memories. After tonight, no more Keeping Up with the Kardashians. The pioneering reality show about a famous family airs its final episode after 14 years and 20 seasons. So why was it so successful? Dave Schilling, co-host of the pop culture podcast Galaxy Brains, has an idea. It was like a pinhole into the most absurd, fantastic life you've ever seen. But don't worry, a new version of the show will hit Hulu later this year. And actress and supermodel Kate Upton is 29 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News. Hollywood. So there's a topic for you for later this morning for WNBS Binghamton Now. Are you sad because the Kardashians are ending tonight? You know, I don't think I've watched one episode of that program. And I don't feel like I've missed out. I don't know. I mean, people enjoyed it. It's been very popular. But I've seen the Kardashian girls. I know who they are. I know who... Um, the tie-in is with, uh, with Bruce Jenner and, of course, with um, Robert Kardashian, who was part of the uh, dream team of O.J. Simpson's team. But, uh, you know, I really, honestly, uh, am not uh, sad that I missed any of that program, you know. So there you have it. I'd rather listen to this. 
Keeping up with the Kardashians or this? Either one. WNBF First News Time is 8. With the news and information you can trust, this is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. And once again, the big story this morning, New York State Police are hunting for a man who shot a trooper that had gone to a Coesville home late last night to check on a person's welfare. The trooper is expected uh, to, sur- to survive, no problem. But uh, right now, authorities are searching for 34-year-old Jason Johnson, should be considered armed and dangerous and should not be approached. Anyone who sees him should call 911. Troopers, uh, the trooper, as we mentioned, who was shot shortly after 8.30 last night on East Windsor Road, was wounded in the leg. Her injuries are said to be non-life-threatening. There are several law enforcement vehicles from all over the area in search for this man right now in the Harpersville uh, area, Afton, Windsor. So if you... Uh you can avoid that area while they conduct their search. It probably would be better. Obviously, uh, inter- no interference is, is suggested, and just to stay out of the way. Stay clear if you can, and uh, let them do their job. We'll keep you updated on that. Kathy's working on the story as well. We'll see how it unfolds, but uh, we wanted to pass that along to you. Some things going on around town. Uh, there's a lot of milling and paving going on. So if you are traveling around, some of the areas that we've uh, been made aware of include uh, Burr Ave and Tompkins Street. They're paving right down that strip, and apparently traffic was very slow earlier. Also over on Dale Hill Road in the village of Johnson City, town of Dickinson, they're working on that. Today should be the final day for that. They were working on Nanticoke uh, out um, opposite parallel to Route 26. And they may be working on Old Newark Valley Road, not sure, but they're doing milling and paving. So a lot of the projects are starting to uh, to pop up all over the area. And even overnight on the highways on 81 and 17, I've noticed uh, crews out there very early in the morning uh, conducting uh, maintenance and things on the roadway. So uh, time of year, unfortunately, uh, it, it's a little inconvenient at times, but it's uh, all in the name of progress and it needs to be done so we'll pass along information as we get it weather-wise folks we got a great day today sunshine highs in the mid 80s for tonight mostly clear lows in the upper 50s partly sunny on friday there is a chance of an afternoon shower highs will be in the mid 70s and then for the weekend partly sunny on saturday slight chance of showers or an afternoon thunderstorms a high near 80 sunday partly sunny chance of showers Highs in the low 80s, and right now we're looking at about 62 degrees. So uh, not a bad-looking day ahead of us. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. Fair skies in Binghamton. People that were up bright and early about 5.30 or so got to see that partial solar eclipse It actually was good weather for that. Sunny today on a high in the mid-80s. Humidity a little bit lower than it has been in the past few days. Once again, still heavy police activity in the town of Colesville following a wounding of a New York State trooper last night. New York State Police still hunting for the man who shot the trooper. State Police say the suspect is 34-year-old Jason Johnson. He was last seen in the East Windsor Road area near Thorn Hill following that shooting. Authorities say the Broome County Sheriff's deputies, New York State Police responded to East Windsor Road in Colesville shortly after 8.30 last night to check on the welfare of a person and during the course of the investigation, the New York State trooper was shot by the suspect. Johnson is considered armed and dangerous. 
We're advising people that live in that area, make sure your houses, windows, doors are locked. Also, your outbuildings, including sheds and barns, your vehicles. Johnson is described as white, standing about 5 feet 7 inches tall, weighing about 160 pounds. He has long Mohawk-style haircut. Authorities looking also for a blue 1996 Ford F-250 pickup truck. That's an old pickup truck. New York State license plate H. ZV7759. Anyone who sees Johnson or that truck, call 91 immediately. Do not approach. State police say the trooper's injuries are non-life-threatening. Due to that police activity in the area, the Afton, Harpersville, and Windsor schools all have gone to total remote learning. Another gunplay incident under investigation. City of Binghamton Police investigating report of shots fired on the west side on Tuesday afternoon. The Binghamton Police were called to Chapin Street at North Street around 3 p.m. with a report of gunfire. Once again, this is Tuesday. Authorities say officers determined approximately five shots from a 9mm handgun had been fired in the intersection area. Police say two suspects were seen fleeing north on Chapin Street. The bullets hit an uninvolved but occupied vehicle just stopped at the red light in the eastbound lane of Main Street and Chapin Street. Fortunately, no one injured. The suspects are described as thin, young, black males. Anyone with information is asked to contact Binghamton Police Detectives at 607-772-7080. Leaders of some of the world's richest nations are meeting at the English seaside town uh, in the English seaside for a three-day group of seven summit in a world that has changed a lot since their last gathering two years ago. Pandemic killing more than 3.7 million people, decimating economies, helping countries recover will be top on the agenda when British Prime Minister Boris Yeltsin or Boris Johnson is welcoming U.S. President Joe Biden and the leaders of France, Germany, Italy, Japan, and Canada to Carbis Bay Beach Resort in southwestern England. The summit starts tomorrow. While there will likely be broad agreement on issues such as vaccines, it might be proving harder to actually deliver on those promises. Health officials and experts in Asia are welcoming U.S. plans to share 500 million more doses of the Pfizer vaccine with the developing world. Some say, however, it's going to take more than donations to address the huge vaccination gaps between rich and poor countries. WMBF First News Time, 834. Broome County Sheriff's officials say a Johnson City man is facing a felony charge in connection with the theft of a dirt bike. Authorities say the off-road style motorcycle was stolen from the Binghamton Honda shop in the town of Fenton on May 24th. Investigators pouring over surveillance video from the business tracked down 48-year-old Anthony DePersis and arrested him yesterday. DePersis is charged with felony grand larceny and was ordered to appear in court at a later date. The Broome County Department of Parks, Recreation and Youth Services says Greenwood Park Beach is closed for now due to an algae bloom. The decision to close the beach during the miserable, hot, sticky weather has been made as a protective measure as algae blooms can cause health issues like rash, respiratory irritation, and intestinal problems in people and pets. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says ingesting contaminated water can even cause death in some cases. The Parks Department will advise the public when the water is cleared for reopening. Meanwhile, remember the beaches at Nathaniel Cole Park and Dorchester Park are still open. It's 835 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. 
Hi, everybody. This is Bill Flynn. I'm always telling people that my Sunday polka show has two different kinds of listeners. While both enjoy the polka music, many want to know what's going on in our community. Where am I going? What event is next? Who's on the phone? Who am I talking about? Then we have another audience that just enjoys listening to the very latest and fresh local news, sports, and weather. And just like throughout the week here at WNBF, we cover all of that on Sunday morning, live and local, with Kevin Bigsby. We are always live. You're not listening to a recording. You're not listening to a computer. So join us for full-service radio, Sunday morning, beginning at 7, The Bilton Show with Kevin Bigsby on WNBF 1290 and WNBF.com. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning to you. Winding down uh, the last few moments of 22 minutes left here on WNBF's First News Binghamton. Then we jump into WNBF's Binghamton now. It's the time of year when vacations are starting to come. People are taking time off, enjoying some much-needed rebooting, I guess. And uh, I look forward to that as well, and I enjoy it when my team gets a chance to rest because they work very hard. Bob and Kathy both are, uh, uh, if you only knew the things that they do, how much, how dedicated they are to uh, this station and where we would be without them, I don't even want to think about it. So uh, I'm glad to, to be able to help out be able to fill in. It's a little bit different. It's a horse of a different color when I'm in. I'm a little bit different. I'm not settled into the show with uh, certain things that, that uh, normally happen. So... Uh, biggest thing for me is that when I'm doing the show is I'd rather you didn't bash the former host or the, I say the former host, bash the host that's not here or other callers that call in. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. We have people that, uh, you know, are Trump supporters and people that are Biden supporters. I'm an American supporter. So what you do? Oh, you're, you're wiping down the, okay. Cause we have, which microphone, right? is, which microphone yeah. is Senator Hatcher? That's going to, that's the one that's going to be, is right? Is that why it was so high up in the air just it, now? It was, because, well, no, it's because you're just short. <laughs> I can't really. And by the way, I just got off the phone with the um, information officer for the state police. She says that uh, she's uh, the the trooper who was shot appears to be doing fairly well. She says that probably her next update will be um, possibly the trooper's name. So that indicates right there, it's a, you know, she's checking with the trooper to make sure yeah. it's okay with her to put her name out. So that tells me the trooper's going to be just fine. That's good. Um, and she agrees that people that are out there in the town of Colesville, the Harpersville area, the Harpersville fire station is the staging area that's where you're going to see a lot of police activity avoid that area if you can um but she agrees that what we have been saying in the morning if you live out there lock your windows lock your doors make sure your outbuildings like sheds and barns and things like that are locked your vehicles are locked while they continue this manhunt for the man who wounded the new york state trooper at around 8 30 last night yeah, so uh, we want to make sure that uh, people are safe, as you mentioned, and allow them to do their job. Uh, no word. Uh, did they think he's in the area there? Or are they? Um, no, I'm. Don't know. Don't know. E- e- yeah, I, even if if you know, they they probably have an idea. Yeah. But it's not for us to say. Right. No, I get it. I get it, and I totally okay. agree with you. We'll keep you updated, though. 
on that. And, and meanwhile, we're looking forward to hearing from Broome County Sheriff Candidate Fred Akshar will be joining us in studio around 9.30. I was going to surprise everybody, but surprise! Well, no, you want to have people tune in, so you want to hear yeah. what he has to say about running for sheriff. No, that's that's fine, and yeah. uh, we're looking forward to it. And, and today's uh, supposed to be the end of the legislative session in Albany, I believe. Yep, and also, you know what, it's been almost a full year since, uh, since he was here. He was here when Roger... Uh, yes. Retired. Yep. With and, a proclamation from Mr. Neal. Yep. And I don't think he's been back since. We've talked to him on the phone, but I don't think he's officially been in the studio. So uh, we'll talk with uh, Senator Fred Akshar coming up next hour as part of our WNBF's Binghamton Now program. And, of course, you'll be invited to call in as well. And I didn't get beat up too bad yesterday. I, I you know... Uh, people are, are generally pretty courteous of me, but I'm the kind of guy that I just let you say what I'll give you something to think about. And I may not necessarily agree with it. I might give you a topic or a highlight of something that's going on in the news, and then you just take it from there. So one thing I will say, uh, and I like this, but the donations of all the vaccines that we're going to give to other countries, that's important. you got countries like Africa that uh, have 0.9% vaccinated or something like that, which is horrible. Africa you know? is a continent, not a country. Well, a continent. But you know what I mean? There's a lot of countries in there. It's, yes, there are a lot it's of like, countries in there. there I just, I'm just protecting no, you right. from somebody calling up and saying, tell Doug that yeah. Africa is not a country. It, it is not a country. Okay. I realize that. But um, you know, in, on the continent, there are many, many countries that uh, do not have vac- vaccine. And so to be able to do that is very important. And I think as Americans, we, we need to set the trend. We need to lead the way. And uh, so I do. I, I do uh, give President Biden hats off for that, for putting that together, because I think it's important uh, to do that. So health officials and experts around the world are welcoming a U.S. plan to donate 500 million more COVID-19 vaccines to develop to developing countries, and that's that's a good thing. We need to do that. All right. Seven seven two twelve ninety will be the number. We'll start taking your calls a little bit after nine this morning. And uh, keep in mind, though, when uh, Senator Akshar gets here, we will not be taking your calls at that moment, unless he wants to take some calls. Otherwise, we're just going to talk to him a little bit about uh, what's going on with him and his plans for the future. All right. WNBF First News Time is eight. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. All right, and that is time for our Broom Tauga Workforce Job Report from the Career Center in the Oakdale Mall. And we'll bring in Steve. Good morning, Steve. And Doug. It, uh, we're excited about the job fair you guys are having next Tuesday, and I know you'll be mentioning that coming up in your report. So uh, let's go ahead and, and give people your job report. Absolutely. So the hot jobs for today are. Broome County DSS, looking for an account clerk. This is a multifunctional position assisting the opening of mail, monitoring accounts, preparing documents, scanning, and various other clerical duties. Temporary and full-time positions are available. Hot job number two is with Nurse Connection Staffing. They have quite a few CNA positions open. Uh, CNA functions as a member of the healthcare team under the direction of an RN or LPN. Ideal candidate is compassionate, mature, and professional with good organization and communication skills. Both full and part-time positions are available. And then finally, Willow Run Foods is looking for a dispatcher. Duties include communication with drivers and management, filling runs as needed, dispatching trucks, and helping drivers with problem-solving and directions. 
knowledge of the Northeast geographic region and good analytical analytical skills preferred. Um, those are just three of the many positions that we will have available actually today for our recruitment from one to three in the Oakdale Mall. We're going to have uh, Sam Lubos, Willow Run, Broome County Government, and Nurse Connection staffing uh, looking for jobs. Those three that I mentioned, we've also got principal account clerk, uh, CDL line hall driver. We've got counter workers. We've got LPNs. We've got a whole bunch of jobs available for you to discuss one to three in the Oakdale Mall. We really hope to see anybody here today. If you'd like more information about our upcoming recruitments, like the job fair on the 15th or the MMC group and Lowe's open recruitments, give us a call at 607-778-6441. The earliest you call us, the earlier we can get you with a resume, some interview coaching, and make sure that you're really set up and prepared for those job fairs. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. We appreciate appreciate everything you guys do at Broomtaga Workforce New York, and uh, we'll look forward to your job report again tomorrow. Absolutely. Have a good day. You too. Bye now. All right. And they also have programs for veterans, youths, older adults, people with disabilities. They they really have a great um, specialized group of programs uh, that they put together. If you're looking for civil service information for exams, you want some training on that, you're looking for resume building, they can help you out. And these programs are free and they're offered to the public. Uh, so if you're having uh, issues trying to get back into the job market again or you want to switch careers, they can help you out. Please do check on call on them. They're in the uh, former Sears location, the right where the uh, automotive center used to be in the Oakdale Mall. It's Broomtaga Workforce New York. Our job report each weekday morning right here around 845. We'll wrap things up. Get ready for WNBS Binghamton now. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, 63. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Got about five minutes and some change before we get into world headlines. ABC News. Kathy White will have local headlines. A big story we've been talking about this morning. New York State police are hunting for a man who shot a trooper that had gone to a Coesville home last night to check on a person's welfare. Authorities say 34-year-old Jason Johnson should be considered armed and dangerous and should not be approached. Anyone who sees him should call 911. We do have pictures of him uh, that were supplied to us by law enforcement at WNBF.com. He uh, was last in the Harpersville-Windsor area, and uh, there are reports of many, many law enforcement vehicles out there and law enforcement officers in search right now. So uh, advised that you uh, stay out of the area if you live there, lock your houses. Uh, we'll keep you uh, abreast of the situation. Uh, the trooper who was shot shortly after 8.30 last night on East Windsor Road was wounded in the leg. And uh, authorities that say her injuries are said to be not non-life-threatening. So we're grateful for that. And we'll keep you updated on the search for 34-year-old Jason Johnson. And there are pictures, as I mentioned, at WNBF.com. And uh, schools that were affected by that this morning include Afton, Harpersville, and Windsor. And they are all working remotely today. The schools are closed down. So there'll be remote learning for all three of those schools as the investigation continues. And people should not go to the school campuses. So we'll keep you uh, updated on that. In addition to that, something else, the city of Binghamton police are looking for suspects in a shooting in which some of the bullets fired at around 3 p.m. Tuesday hit an occupied car stopped at a red light at Main and Chapin Streets on the west side. Two thin young black men were seen fleeing north on Chapin Street. So uh, I don't know what uh, this city is coming to anymore. It's not my Binghamton. It's not where I grew up. 
But anyway, we'll keep you updated on those stories. Kathy will have more information for you, local headlines, on the way right after ABC News. So here's something uh, on a lighter side. It's a jackpot game. Uh, let's see here. Let me find it again. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, if you've ever been to Rochester, they have the Rochester National Toy Hall of Fame. Well, now it's a jackpot for game show fans. The Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester on Wednesday announced the creation of the National Archives of Game Show History. This is where the National Toy Hall of Fame is out there, too. The archives will compile scripts, props, set designs, and other materials from game shows over the years. The project is co-founded by television producers Howard Blumenthal of Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, and Bob Bowden of Funny You Should Ask. The Strong Museum says the, the game show archives are a natural fit for the museum that preserves the history of play. Materials will be displayed at the museum and in traveling exhibitions. Interesting, you know? I mean, many, many people are just hooked on game shows. My grandmother loved game shows. Password, the $10,000 Pyramid, Sale of the Century or whatever it was. Um, and remember when uh, Wheel of Fortune was like you had to buy stuff with all the money and they had like things that were just ridiculously priced, like the his and her toothbrushes for like $800, you know, and stuff like that. I remember that. And they've since changed it, obviously. But game shows are fun. You know, people like to watch them. Jeopardy, for me, it's just too hard. It really is. I mean, I can get a few of them, but I I guess I'm not up with that egghead mentality. It's a good show, and people can win a lot of money. you got somebody like Ken Jennings, man, who's just a brainiac, you know? Uh, for me, it's more like uh, Wheel of Fortune because that's like a hangman game. You know, you can just figure out words and letters. And they brought back a couple other ones. They brought back To Tell the Truth. They brought back uh, the 100000 bazillion dollar pyramid or whatever it's up to now. Michael Strahan hosts that. All right, so coming up in the next hour, I'll be jumping in and uh, filling in for Bob. WNBF's Binghamton now. Uh, interesting show yesterday. I'm hoping that uh, it'll be an interesting show today. You can talk about what's on your mind. We'll also be joined in the first hour by Senator Fred Akshar. We'll talk to him about his uh, decision to run for Broome County Sheriff and, and some other things that may be going on. And, of course, you'll be able to call in afterwards with uh, your comments and things that are on your mind today. A lot of things going on in the world. A lot of things going on locally here as well. So uh, we will... Look forward to that. I'll look forward to it. And I hope you do, too. And That's coming up in just a couple of minutes. All right. Looks like today we'll see temperatures around 80 or so and lots of sun. We're at 63 degrees right now. Looks like the weekend, too. We'll see some sun for the weekend here and there. Maybe a chance of showers or thunderstorms, but nothing terrible. Right now, as I mentioned, 63 degrees. Stand by. Local headlines from Kathy and WNBF's Binghamton now on the way at WNBF Binghamton. WNBF.